Do you still do the thanks for push and play thing, or you only did that once? Uh, maybe a couple times. Hey, welcome to the Blank Slate. This is your host, Chris Mullet, and we are here today, just your two hosts, hostess, hostess with the mostest. Hey, everyone, welcome to the Blank Slate. <laughs> Boop. Hell no. <laughs> really? The only time I edit is if something fucks up on Skype. Oh, fine. Well, then you're here. And <laughs> and uh, normally I'm better at introducing things. Actually, no, because I have control of the other podcast, so I can just edit all this out normally. Rich is here, the other co-host of The Blank Slate. That's right. I'm here. I'm lazy. And uh, that's where I would stop because I wouldn't get up to like protest anything. Absolutely. I'm here. I'm lazy. What more do you want from me? It's like that old uh, generation sketch we wrote way back when, where it was. Oh, uh, what, what was the premise of it? It was a. Uh, it was a protest. Yeah. But everyone was lazy, right? Yeah. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's. <laughs> that was it. What a shitty fucking sketch. <laughs> yeah, but that's probably for another time. Lazy uh, protesters. Lazy protesters. Man, that's probably exactly how we got to it the first time too. <laughs> was me saying I'm here. I'm lazy. What more do you want from me? I think it was. I think it was from a web, and Tommy Gilliam was like, oh, "I can, I can write that." Uh, well, we're not talking about our failed sketch comedy careers. We are here to talk about our currently failing actual careers. <laughs> no, we don't have a we don't have a guest today. Um, I was gonna say, well, we don't really have careers today. <laughs> I mean, we don't. No, we don't. They're not careers. They're jobs. Yeah. Uh, so Rich and I we're about to record our other podcast here in about an hour or so, and to kill time. We, um, I started to vent about some things at my job today, and Rich was like, save it. Let's put this on the air. Because I, too, had a shitty day of work today. And it's like, you know what? This is, this is a great topic yeah. to get on. Because fuck it. Yeah. So uh, I'll go over my day, which will lead into, we can just talk about days, and we can go into, like, in general. Um, see, that's why I like Um... So my day was actually not that bad for all but like 20 minutes. Except that, and I work at a financial institution. I, uh, I will no. not say which financial institution. Yeah, we're not going to say the names of the, the places that we work. Cause, I want to be really like, mean to make you edit right now. <laughs> we, well, then I'm not going to fucking edit it out. Just don't do it. <laughs> don't be an idiot. Uh, <laughs> so that's your incentive to not be lazy about it. All right. Uh, is me being lazy later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the first one that started us out was you were telling me about this dude that brought in a check. That was like the fakest check you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. So it's 10 minutes before we close. And if you go to a bank, just, just as a heads up, the last hour you're going to go to a bank, expect a shitty service and B, no one to give a fuck because it's like going to a retail place the yeah, last hour. But, if you, but specifically, if you go to a bank the last hour, we've closed the vault. You can't get the money that you want unless I have it in my drawer. You're not going to... You come into the bank the last hour and you expect to get a large sum of money? No. Because we don't have it. We've already closed the cash advance machine. We've already closed a lot of things. You're not getting this stuff. And in the summertime, in a college town, where you're dead, you really don't get a lot of things. This guy rolls up 10 minutes before we close in the drive through I'm not going to stereotype or anything, but he was a little bit thugged out. Gives me, uh, ask for a pen. Give him a deposit ticket as well. Fills it out. I get the check. It's from Maryland, from M&T Bank. I'll say that because I don't give a shit. And also, I've never heard of them until today. 
Red flag number Didn't one. Did you work for M&T Bank? That's M&S Bank. M&S Bank. Which is, oh. which is red flag number two, and then I thought it was a typo at first. <laughs> but, then I, <laughs> but then I saw Maryland, and I was like, eh, well, never mind. So I saw it was from Baltimore, Baltimore Maryland, M&T Bank. Think of it stand for like Maryland. Well, I googled it. Maryland and and terrapins. <laughs> I googled it. Um, remind me to tell you. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, later what I had to go through to, to tell somebody what this bank's name was. Okay. Um. So I looked at the check, and when you're trained to be a, a teller, you know, in the financial institution, you handle fraud. Not every day, but on a pretty consistent a, basis. Yeah, at least I, a I few get times counterfeit. A week. I get counterfeit bills probably at least once or twice a week, mostly from Taco Bell. Not a joke. Uh, and you know, you you handle it, so you know that there's certain things you look for in a check that you know might be fake. So I get the check, and despite knowing or not knowing what M and T Bank if it was real or not, mm-hmm. uh, the address for this bank is in all lowercase letters. So it's like it's like two thirty seven South Charles Street, and Charles isn't capitalized. Street isn't capitalized. I think the S might have also been lowercase. Uh, the client's name, which I almost just said, uh, <laughs> was everything was lowercase on this check except the company that it was from. Everything was mm-hmm. it was for a decent sum of money, um, the sum of money that you would expect a fraud check to be. So I called. Uh, well, because. Like you rarely, normally anything four digits. Above, yeah, normally, normally anything above a thousand. You, I've never seen a, a fraudulent transaction that's less than a thousand dollars. Because if you're gonna, See, and that's how you get away with exactly. it. Exactly. If you're gonna do it, don't give people hints. Never mind. I'm saying if you're gonna, if you're gonna commit fraud, at if a we bank, have any <laughs> listeners to this, <laughs> period. Hey, kid, incredible. If you want to commit fraud at a bank, <laughs> um. So I call another tell over because you always want to get a second set of eyes. I'm like, this look fake to you? I don't know the answer. You know, you ask the client questions to see because a lot of a lot of fraud that happens is Craigslist scams now, and that like you you do a you do a job for somebody, and they're like, oh, well, we're gonna pay you this amount of money, and they give you the check, and then they email, and you're like, oh, I need uh, now I need this amount of money back because the job was actually for this, and it's like this whole believe mm. it or not, though it's most of the fraud I get because that's how dumb people are. Gotcha. Um, so I asked, you know, oh, is this is this for your place of employment? The guy said, yeah. When I'm looking at his account, which he opened in April, and he's had no more than $100 ever in it, and he's never made a deposit. Uh, you know, were, you, were you expecting this check? You know, blah, 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 giving me general answers. So I call up the the company that the check is based off of. It's a publishing company in Maryland. And I talked to the guy, Skip, nice man. Um, I'm glad that we're still naming people Skip. And... <laughs> And uh, I say, uh, I say, hey, I'm from Blank Bank, and uh, I have a check here. And he goes, oh, that's fake, <laughs> right off the bat. And I'm like, oh well. He's like, but you can go ahead. The reason I say it is because it's the third call I've gotten today. Oh wow. So and they happen that we just lost about eight or nine people in the entire area because one person made a mistake and told everyone else to make that mistake from a ring of checks. So I read him the check number, and he's like, yep, that's like five digits too short. So mm. it was fake. Mm-hmm. But it turns out we still have to run the transaction and put a hold on it. It's a whole big process. So I have to go on the fucking phone right when I close. And when I close, we are out of there. The schedule says 515. Like, you're ready. You're prompt. I'm out you of that door at 505, 506, 507. Yeah. I have everything done and ready. I was just getting ready to start when the sky rolled up. And now I have to get on the fucking phone with operations when they are all definitely trying to leave. You think I'm yeah. trying to leave? Operations people, you know, in an office work setting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The fucking parking lot on the way out. 
So I get this lady on the phone, and she doesn't know what she's doing, even though she works in the fraud department, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, and it just takes her forever to get it. The hardest thing for her to understand, though, and this is partially why when I move, I don't want to work in this, this area, this field, is she could not for the life of her understand what the bank name was. That I was it was M and T Bank. M? Ampersand T Bank. What's an ampersand? Yeah, goddamn right she didn't know. <laughs> I said, it's from M&T Bank. She's like, M&T Bank? Close the first time. No, <laughs> M&T Bank. I'm sorry, can you can you spell it out for me? M ampersand T Bank. Mappersand <laughs> T Bank. I and uh, the other teller I work with, who has an English degree from the University of Florida oh my God. Uh, that works with me, she couldn't hear, but I was... I was at work, I'm not how I am on a podcast, obviously. Uh, also, I work around a lot of women, so I'm very much t- tame. Yeah, I hung with yeah, that yeah. phone. I went, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck. How the fuck can you be so fucking dumb? Uh, you know what the I fuck a couple of those. ampersand is? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> mamper, mappersand? Is that what I, you said? I, I don't think she had the... So I think she said mappersand. Mappersand. <laughs> that sounds like... Uh, like, a, like one of the guys who found jazz. It's like <laughs> Mappersand T. Jones or something. Um, so I, I get off the phone, and then uh, at work we have a cash dispensing mach- machine, a CDM, which makes your job a lot easier. You don't have to keep a lot of money in your actual drawer. You just fill the thing up with thousands of dollars, and it automatically dispenses it, and you tell the dominations. It makes it very easy. Um, you have to is that the thing that you close with your crotch, or is that your drawer? That's <laughs> You're it's the, the only reason day. you wanted to do it. No, no, just on them. No, that's my actual cash drawer. drawer. I told okay. Rich that I realized for probably my entire adult life that I've worked on a cash register, I close it with my groin. And then like I pelvic thrust the drawer closed. And that's like been this- at the movie theater, Toys R Us, fucking any bank I've ever worked at because it's the most convenient Kind of like the same way that uh, Clint Howard scored that goal in the Uruguay game. Clint Dempsey. Clint Dempsey. <laughs> I was like, what sports movie has Clint Howard been There's in? There's like three famous Clints in this world. <laughs> That's the entire basis of that MTV Movie Awards, uh, Lifetime Achievement Award. Things like, Clint, man, Clint earned it. Everything yeah, I'm not going to edit that out. <laughs> no, it's, it's perfect. Uh, well, no, that's hilarious. Um, God damn. So, uh, and the thing wouldn't fucking, there's like four steps you do to balance the goddamn mm-hmm. thing. I've been on it the entire fucking day. Didn't log off it. Didn't do anything. And now, guess what? It says I'm on it. But I'm not on it. Technology. It just, and then my manager's there, and he's annoying. He's got a giant mole right underneath his fucking nose, and it drives me crazy. And that's Reggie's fault. Our friend Reggie, who worked with him for years, I started working with him. He goes, man, the only bad thing is you're going to have to look at that mole. And I never noticed it until he said it. And now that thing fucking walks all over his shoulder. mole? Right here, it makes Cindy Crawford's look like a fucking atom. Is it like the mole that uh, one manager at my work has? Which one? Oh, like the one. On, oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah, a little bit because it's like right here. Yeah. It's like like Is it on like that same size. Or? Yeah, but it it's it's like in three D. Okay. Because <laughs> my guy, he grew, he's grown a beard and a goatee since okay, then. So it's like yeah. okay, cool. You know, like uh, what's the Pokemon I'm thinking of? Uh, Diglett. You know, <laughs> you know, Diglett's like Diglett's. Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah, so that's it was just fucking annoying, and so that was just today in particular. I'll, we'll go back to other things annoying me. So what was your your annoying day consisted of? Well, actually, my annoying day started 
at the end of yesterday. <laughs> My annoying day started yesterday. Because I work at a publishing company. Uh, Mullen and I actually used to work there in sales. And I moved my way from sales to sales administration. So I deal with like a lot of like really, I deal with a lot of minutia. Uh, and something that our advertisers get is like these categories in the back or whatever. Or this is actually for an online premier listing. And so last thing I need to do what I need to do for my job is to get these, this company's categories. And so I work with the sales reps for them to get the stuff to give to me or whatever. And so I'm waiting to get this thing. And then like, you know, there's like three other people like working this company for something. Uh, the client. And it's just like, all right, well, just we need the categories. What does this company do? Where do they belong on this buyer's guide? What do they need? Where would they go? Don't. I know, I know, I'm I know. I'm gonna count I that. <laughs> no, no, no. No, you're not. Uh, where would they go? <laughs> in this. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, I don't know. I. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think they're like this, but she still hasn't gotten back to me or whatever. And like, it's a big association that this buyer's guide is for. Mm -hmm. So there's like, su like subcategories. Okay, so like, you know, there's like cleaning and then all the different types of cleaning that go into there. Right. Like interiors, all the different things that fall under interiors. So I call this company. So I'm like, eventually I say, fuck this. I call this company. I spend 15 minutes of a call listening to. Well. Like the softest spoken could, person ever. Well, we, uh, well, I don't know if we. Well, water treatment. We're not water treatment. Oh, God. Uh, Legionella testing? What the fuck is Legionella testing, bitch? I don't want that. Just my name alone. And we end up, like, creating all of these categories. For I had to, like, I told her to pull up the website. And mm -hmm. I'm looking at the website she's looking at. And she's not getting it. <laughs> how it works. I need to know which... We're going to make new pages of a website for you. <laughs> I just need to know where these pages need to go. And trust me, I will say this. We cannot make a new category for you to be under. Because I don't think she could fucking come up with it. Well, kids, it's taking another 20 minutes to come up with what they would actually do. I wanted to say, like, what do you guys do? Do you know? Probably Are not. you, like, a niece of somebody there? You know... In my experience working at that company, yeah, she is. <laughs> She's like, sounds 48, exactly. <laughs> not 47, not 47, not 46, 48. And again, 15 plus minutes on the phone with this woman, just trying to figure out what she, what pays her bills. You should have recorded it. I actually can't. Oh, that's right. You told me you couldn't yeah, record yeah. anymore. Yeah. So... It's at the end of the day, too. Like, by the time I get off the phone, it's 4.50. Yeah. And I say, I have everything written down there. I say, fuck it for two reasons. One, I'm going home. Two, I will bet dollars to donuts that when I get in here this morning, I'm going to have an email from this mumblecore bitch <laughs> wanting to change things up again. Oh, I can't make that reference. Shit. <laughs> I roll in 
about 15 minutes late. <laughs> and the timestamp on this email, 7.57. Wow. Hey, Rich, can I uh, actually change up some of the things? I felt like some of them were a little repetitive, so just give me a call when you get in. Ow! Thanks, Prince. So I, I call, and I'm just, like, super short with her. Yeah, what do you need? I'm a, I'm, I essentially am uh, this one dickhead rep at the, the company who's just, like, a, he's just short, and a dick is like, yep, huh, okay, yeah. You're going to do this? Why aren't you going to do this? Um, you know what I'm talking about. The one I got to collect for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I do. And that's whose client it was. Oh, of course. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and so I get it. And now it's this whole other thing where these categories now have to get approved by the association and shit like that. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. I found that um, I found this very early on in my position that uh, in sa- like sales type positions especially like phone type or a lot of sales it's a lot it's it's a, it's a very similar corollary to like how people have with their pets like the pets will take on the personality and sometimes even the look of the owner yeah bowsers as they're called and i love you man yeah <laughs> uh smart reps smell to s- smell sell to smart clients stupid reps sell to stupid fucking clients oh yeah Dickhead reps sell to dickhead clients. Mm-hmm. I can even say that that and is... nice people don't make it in sales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still applies to bank to banking. Yeah, yeah. because banking uh, is more and more sales driven than uh, than it was when I started in it several years ago, and uh, that sucks. Yeah, um, just to make this a little bit more kind of broad, mm-hmm. uh, I asked you something in the car, and that like. Whenever I'm at work and I get an email from like someone mm-hmm. or like I see a subject line in it and you just know that it's like this is going to be a project or like this is mm-hmm. going to be a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And like as soon as you see it, like you just sink. You go. Yeah. At work, we just call it rage. Yeah. It's like, oh, Rich is raging. Can't just get that rage on. <laughs> um, and like in my uh, environment, we can kind of let it show a little bit because we're like. We're tucked in like a dark, dank corner right. of the building. Yeah, we have stalactites and, you're and not, stalagmites, and you're not face to face with your clients. Well, no, no, but like, so yeah, so we can be like, oh god, what the fuck does he want? Yeah, and at that volume too, because nobody gives a nobody shit cares. about us. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, so like, when you saw that check, like, I would, I imagine, I would just see it, see everything, just look as red flagish as possible, mm-hmm. and just go. Just the the quick little like head nod, the 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 lips curled up. Just it, for that in particular, the, I mean, I can give you probably a list of twenty things that will that will go under that list. For that particular transaction, it wasn't like that until I found out what I had to do afterwards. Because normally, if you get fraud, it's at the financial institution that you're currently at. So you can look it up immediately and know that this isn't real. So you can refuse the check. You can say, oh, I'm sorry, this is not a valid check. Or in general, you keep it because the person normally bringing it to you is the one that's committing the yeah, fraud. You're going to go bring and, it somewhere else. Yeah. Like that. Uh, but so for, as soon as you saw M&T Bank. I didn't know. Cause I, I honestly had never had a fraud check from another financial institution that wasn't the one I was at at the t- current time. So I had to call my boss 
And then when he told me that I had to get on the phone with operations, I just, I mean, he can see me from the teleline where his office is. And he just saw, like, I was just like, because also I was like, I'm like, I'm still going to put this to my work. And I'm always very nervous about, you know, like, I don't let shit pass. I had a long time ago, I had one, I've made one significant mistake in my banking career. And I was cashing a $100 check for $1,000. And thankfully, that person was able to come back. And those kind of mistakes, it's like, you're gone. Yeah. Um, so, if like, this kind of shit, like, I don't play. Homie, don't play that. Yeah. Um, so, those situations, normally it takes a little bit of time. <clears throat> but in banking, you get known customers. And known customers, 50 to 50%. It's a no, known customer. Known customer is somebody that's that you are comfortable not IDing to cash okay, their checks. Someone that's been there. Yeah, that's a been regular. there. A regular, yeah. In the banking and banking terms, it's known. Uh, it's like when you cash a check, we're supposed to write your driver's license on it. I can write known or my ID number on there, and they don't have to show me their ID. 50 50. 50% of my known customers, wonderful. I talked to one of my favorite known customers today, told her I was leaving. She was very sad. Probably going to bring me some cookies. Super nice lady. She's but glad Sam and I are moving on Orlando. Then there's others that you know. Then are there's the other 50%. And I just turned into somebody's favorite owner. Uh, oh, I'm slapping my ass. Um. <laughs> Because they just, as soon as you see them come in or pull up, it's exactly that rage. Just like, oh, here comes, I don't even care, fucking Mrs. Lou. This lady. <laughs> it's the point where she comes in now and whoever she helps, I have to Bill and Jalen, whoever, don't get fired. Yeah. Because like it was on Friday, that's how it was. She rolls in. She wants six grand, all in hundreds. I'm sorry. I don't have access to the vault right now. Our vault teller's on lunch. I can give you some 50s and some 20s. No 20s. I cannot have 20s. You go fuck yourself with your 20s. They're not currency. I, mean, I don't. I, I, I can see what I have in 50s, but there would have to be some 20s. Well, I immediately goes to look for the manager. I'll see what I can do. Because everyone thinks that banks shit money. Like, we print the money there. Mm-hmm. No, we order money for the entire week. We get money once a week. Once a week. I didn't know that. And we are on, we get t- we get told what we order. We are a range, and we decide from there. Now, whatever we get into deposits, of course, we can always do. But right. most of the money we get in deposits, we send out. Yeah. Banks keep as little money on them as possible. As possible. 70 to 85% of the money in the bank is in the ATM. True, true story. I know because I fucking run the ATM. So... She does that. She has a password for any transactions. Like, you know, like, she doesn't want us to check her ID because everyone should know who she is with her stupid fucking name. But she has a password to do everything in the bank. Just show me your cock-sucking ID. Her ID blows dicks. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, show me your dance. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, absolutely not. She goes in her safe deposit box every single time she comes in. I have never seen her walk out with anything from that goddamn thing. Okay. She just goes in to check what's in there. You know, heaven forbid, it needs two keys to get into, and it's behind two vault doors. There's like a ferret in there or something? I think she's got like her husband's bones or something in there. Because if I were her husband, I'd kill my fucking self. She is the biggest cunt in the world. So... I take it like most of these people that are just like really shitty and very demanding probably have a little bit of money behind them and they have a little and it's a lot of like entitlement and a lot of it sounds like ego driven as well. Um, 
it's definitely not 50 50 i'd say it's more so like 75 25 because there are some known customers that are fucking dirt poor that just are awful people because they're dirt poor well like of course there's dicks anyway <laughs> anywhere but with, i mean but for with, known customers any, but yeah i yeah. mean as far as like the ones who have that type of behavior who have like most of them do have money most yeah. of them do because they have that a sense feeling, of entitlement yeah there's one uh, uh everyone almost all my even the ones that i can't stand like me like that miss lou she likes me yeah god bless her I don't that's, care. That's the key to customer service, yeah, right? God there. bless her. She loves me. She if you can have pure loathing for someone and they like you, that's called customer fucking service. Yeah. Like every time I see her, I feel like uh, Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire when he's like, oh, "Get your hands off me, you bastard!" <laughs> like talking under your <laughs> yeah, breath, yeah, like yeah. I fucking kill you. Um, there's one lady that came in uh, that comes in to drive through. She doesn't. She never wants a receipt. She's always got to go off very fast. She's a nurse or something. Just a miserable human being. Miserable. She had a problem very shortly after I got there, and she sat down with one of our bankers, and uh, the banker came up to me afterwards, and he was laughing. And I'm like, what? And he goes, uh, so um, that customer, she always has problems, just miserable. She was crying in my office, like, like all these problems and stuff. And just in the middle of it, she's like, and can I just say I hate your new teller? <laughs> and she's like, why? And he goes, he's so condescending. <laughs> And I was like, yes. <laughs> I love it when the customers I don't like don't like me either because then you're yeah. off the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, there's there are many. Like, the one that started this earlier in the car was there's a there's a gas station locally that comes in oh, yeah, about yeah. either every day or every other day. This is where I told you, shut up. Yeah. We Sh- have. Shut the fuck up. We have. And you're saving this for the podcast. We have one, two, I think about five or six gas stations that come in. Mm-hmm. And besides like some of the fast food joints that we have de- uh, deposits for, those are our biggest commercial clients in terms of deposits because they go through so much cash mm-hmm. and so much coin. Uh, you have a limit on how much coin you can have on your drawer at once. And it accumulates. I have $200 in nickels on me right now at work. That is ridiculous. That's that's a lot of nickels. A, a box. I have two boxes of nickels. Uh, this they come in around four thirty, four forty-five. So again, if you remember from before, our vault is closed. I can't sell anything with stacks of money. It's all ones and fives and tens, and at least a hundred dollars of rolled coin mm. every time. Mm. Pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters. Everything. Mm-hmm. And of course, ones and one dollar coins and two dollar bills, which if you bring those in the fucking bank, I hope your children are born retarded because Why? they are a pain. It's money. It's just a pain in the ass to get rid of. Like, you know how many times in my life I've closed my drawer? Why am I four dollars off? Oh, yeah, those two dollar bills I got in today. <laughs> Wonderful. Because I don't want to count those. Are two dollar bills like uh, the redheaded stepchild of money? <laughs> I was going to say, like, in the, uh, the, uh, 60s Batman movie and he has the bomb and he's at the pier trying to get rid of it and like, he runs this way oh there's school children walking he yeah. runs this way oh there's ducks he runs this way some days you just can't get rid of a two dollar bill well here's the thing is I, I've known customers at other banks that like purposely request them like want like hundreds of dollars of them and they use them for like tips and I'm like you dick <laughs> There was a guy that came in every week at, at an old bank I used to work at that was like I hope tips for strippers That'd, That'd be, be great. great. Even better, the dollar coins. Well, we know from your no, experience, no, don't no, do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's 
That is a faux pas. That wasn't even. That was in a jar. That was that was <laughs> at the 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 uh, a legit tip jar. <laughs> that was at the uh, the cover charge station. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even for an actual stripper. Yeah. So uh, so she was pissed. Uh, yeah. I wasn't even gonna try my yeah. luck. So so people try to order them every now and then, and it's just like ugh, it's such a pain in the ass. Like order money, yeah. just like it is ordering foreign currency. We have a lot of people who order for foreign currency, and mm-hmm. it's just annoying. I but have a whole like wicker basket of foreign currency. You have two hundred dollars American in it, no? Because then you can trade it in. Oh well, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Well, if it's coin, then no. But if oh, it's cash, it out. I'll bring it out okay. a bit. Um, what was I talking about? I was ranting and raving about coin. But yeah, it's just don't fucking come at the end of the day with all this fucking coin. And expect me to give you good customer service. Because every time he comes up and he's like, hey, how's it going? Like, there's no, like, normally yeah. I'm like, hey, welcome to, you know, how yeah. are you doing today? Hey, yeah, be right up. Cool. And that's how I'm with a lot of businesses because they don't shop us. <laughs> like, they don't get the calls. Yeah. So I can just fucking, you know, be ever. And uh, never mind, I'm not going to say that. Uh, it was going to get racial. <laughs> okay. Well, it's just, there's a certain demeanor that most of those gas station people have and it's just not friendly to begin with anyway mm-hmm. it, again it's just very demanding and it's just like you come a in lot here of that shittiness begets shittiness like you know if right you work at like a really shitty job like if you're a, a gas station clerk and just like a shitty gas station right your day isn't gonna have many bright but spots a, but like at the same and point, so they pay forward the shittiness i help people that fucking work at burger king perkins taco bell I helped somebody that was a manager at a dollar store. That's a shitty job. Sweetest, nicest fucking people in the world. Awesome. These people own gas stations. Mm -hmm. And they are horrible. Well, don't get into the gas station business. Um, This is where I sort of feel like I have a little bit of a fortunate uh, reprieve. uh, Because I I have a little bit of a a kinship uh, with... A few of my coworkers, and today was a pretty shitty day. I didn't bring lunch. They brought their lunch. T- t- uh, Doug brought leftovers from last night, and he made some spe- like linguine mm-hmm. and red sauce. And he's like, ah, what else am I gonna put in this? He put corn in it. I know. Well, I get like no, don't you dare, don't you fucking dare. Well, I'm gonna bring up the salsa argument because you. I put- don't like corn in the salsa. But hey, how are you gonna bring up the salsa argument for pasta? It's pasta. Well, it's still tomato based. I'm not saying, but I'm saying c- corn and tomatoes together is fine. Just it's the, it's the spices. It's not the tomato. So where do you stand on this? I'm gonna go make it and find out. <laughs> oh. I'm curious. I, I mean, I'm a corn fan. Uh, <laughs> that sounds weird. Let's talk about a Jonathan Davis led. Yeah, band. I was gonna say 1998. That's a whole different sentence. Oh man, I fucking. Are we gonna have those on <laughs> no, the show? No, no. All right, Govs. I fucking loved corn. <laughs> For like a year. <laughs> I burned like their album. Yeah, I never bought them. I no. never wore any of the shitty t-shirts. <laughs> so I was just throwing... I literally stared at this pasta <laughs> as he ate it. I stor- I stared a hole through it. And then when he was done, I just stared outside. Because <laughs> I was still torn up about it. So then after that, we're just sitting around. And we're all just having shitty days. Yeah. Like, And then like got to talking about like ice cream. Because a few weeks ago, uh, our work uh, bought ice cream. For everybody, and like brought it around, and they oh, had like cool. uh, like the um, 
the the cones, mm-hmm. and then they had like ice cream sandwiches, and then they had these shitty funfetti ice cream sandwiches, mm-hmm. which were not good. Mm-hmm. And by the time they finally got around to us, that's all they had left, oh. and they were melted. So you're those people in the office. <laughs> we're in the cave in the corner. We have stalactites and mites. Yeah, they, we, they don't give a shit about us. That's why we can curse at the top of our lungs, because one, there's no one there to hear it, and two, what are they going to do, fire us? No! (laughs) You said that with desperation. I can't get fired, goddammit! I only have a month there anyway. Less than. So... And, and like, there must have been, like, one ice cream sandwich, like, left in the freezer. We thought there were more. So Jerry went to go get the ice cream sandwich. He just comes back with the box. So it's like, oh, cool, there's enough for all of us. There's one in there. That bitch. (laughs) Well, she had to know with the weight. Yeah. Oh, no, she, she knew. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how dumb is she? So she eats it. <laughs> That's nice. She offers some of it to us. But like Doug and I are like, no, if I want to bite, I'm going to want the whole fucking thing. Yeah. So we just say, and they start talking about ice cream. And do you remember those like strawberry shortcake, like eclairs that used to get a ice cream days at school? I know this is going on, yeah. Well, we went to go to Walgreens to mm-hmm. go get those. Because, mm-hmm. damn it, we wanted them now. <laughs> And that helped turn the day around. We came back. We came back. <laughs> we didn't just like stop and eat them in the parking lot or anything. We needed people to see that we had these. We had two apiece. And uh, it really helped the day. It turned things around. Nice. You know what I found is that, uh, yeah, food. Ice cream helps. I'm just going to go food in general because uh, at the bank that I'm at now, I had a really good relationship with um, the owners of an uh, Asian eatery in town called uh yummy house which rich is a fan of i know and uh they do their banking with our financial institution they just opened up and they needed a lot of cash on a regular basis to the point where we changed our ordering process to accommodate them every other week and this girl was so appreciative that god damn it if she start didn't start just bringing me calamari when she would come would come in and if you've had yummy house calamari I mean, the mayor of Tampa said, you haven't been to Tampa until you've had it. It is that good. Three boxes of it. Any shitty day that I had, like the first time she brought it in, I was basically by myself on a Friday, which is payday. Busy day. Busy day. I think it was the end of the month, too. Fucking hating everybody. She brings in three little styrofoam things. Ooh, daddy. Uh, which, uh, that reminds me, I want to talk about something after we wrap up the, the work thing, if we have time. Um, we had a person the other day, he runs a, a beauty supply store here in town. Just, you know, for all the nice hard work we do, brought us, you know, some pastries from Publix. And it's just like, what a great start Thanks. to our day. Yeah. The guy from Taco Bell is, is like, told us, like, any, any morning you want to swing by and just get free Taco Bell breakfast, swing on by, you know, he's like, he'll just give it to us. Good, as he should, because he all the hell he puts us through yeah but uh <laughs> anyone that works at an office knows that like around like halloween time you get or, like you know like a little bit before a little bit after maybe like some easter and stuff like that you get the bowl in like the kitchen or the break room or whatever right. with all like you know this random leftover candy or yeah. something like that there was one of those bowls two weeks ago in the break room <laughs> i don't trust june bowls of candy like, with, like, an assortment of candies. Hmm. It was very, very suspicious. I did not take one. Someone's trying to rape? We're, yeah, someone's trying to, like, poison us. Uh, also, 
So, you know, when we first started working at this publication company, um, like for 4th of July. Giant raffle. Well, uh, they did away with that a while ago. But they're also like, oh, yeah, we have our 4th of July barbecue, mm-hmm. whatever. But like, it's like, oh, yeah, it's like our, our annual 4th of July barbecue. And then like it was our first year there or whatever. Yeah. Like they, like, oh, we're going to uh, postpone the barbecue. We'll have like a breakfast or something. But like, you know, we'll postpone the barbecue for like, you know, another day or next year or right. something like that. And then after that, they postpone it. You've never again. had a 4th of July barbecue. But they still keep calling it an annual barbecue. <laughs> well, like, again, it's another breakfast. And it's just like, or. Uh, it once was, so when no, it no, returns. No, 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 it was homecoming. Homecoming is what it was. It was the homecoming barbecue. And it's for two years, or three years, I think, at this point. They keep postponing it. Like, oh, yeah, this year we're going to postpone the annual barbecue, which I only think they did it one year. <laughs> it was once an annual. Well, annual has to be at least yeah, two. Yeah. I know. But it's like. They, just, they can call it the first annual. Well, no, not even. No. It, it would have been. The one. The one. <laughs> the, one. <laughs> the one and then what it is. Yeah. Remember, uh, do you remember the 4th of July raffle, though, when, like. Yeah, we I were, remember that. We were at work and I had, like, five beers on the clock. <laughs> so did I. I've done that many times since. Yeah. And I went upstairs and still made sales calls. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I wanted to add, you were talking about Halloween. <laughs> Just is, like management. Yeah. I love Christmas time in banks because you have so many of the old customers. I know like my grandmother when I was a kid um, like had a list of like like the dentist, the doctor's office, the bank, and, like two or three of like the vet. So, and she would get like those giant like Hickory Farms or Pepperidge Farm mm-hmm. things and bring them along. It's really good to be on the other side of that, I'm going to say. <laughs> I almost got more gifts from working at this bank for a month during Christmas this year than I got from my actual family. <laughs> I got like gift cards to restaurants, <laughs> Starbucks. I got like a $25 Visa gift card. Nice. I just started to work there and I know all those people were pissed like fucking newbies. Now I'm going to be here like next month. I have to give them these cuz you don't want to feel left out. <laughs> <laughs> um so it, th- th- those are nice, but I mean all in all there's there's a lot of little things that if like once you start working there, like working in that industry will drive you mad. You know, it's uh, I remember when we were going out of town or something and we went through the drive through and I was getting cash out or cashing a check. And, I'm, and you're like, oh, well, I'll just do it here. And like you got the withdrawal slip and you just didn't. You're like, I'm not filling this out. So you just went to the ATM instead. Yeah. Like on the other side of that, uh, you're the person I hate. <laughs> yes. But fuck you. I got back to the car with all my shit before you guys even were halfway done with the transaction. True. Very true. So. Very true. And I will appreciate you not just putting the amount on there and sending it up. Like, people just don't. There should be, like, life classes, and one of the life classes should be how to do stuff at the bank because just nobody gets it. It's going to be stuff you're going to need eventually. Or banks will be – there won't be people working in banks in probably, like, 10 years. So, actually – I mean, that's that's just the truth. There, our company already started to do it. They yeah. just opened a location that has no people working at it. It doesn't matter. It's all machines. I'm going to be I'm going to be Charlie Bucket's dad. He gets replaced by a machine. My job, I mean, if, if they can get it right, which this company won't get it right, but theoretically, at a certain point, they should be able to have just an online store that people fucking just buy, like, you know, it should be like an Amazon for associations. Um, but like I said, the company has his head up his ass. They're not going to get it right. All right. Well, we talked about jobs, and we're already getting on that, that vein where it's just like being a little... Not negative, just like, oh, well, 
Everything's going to be taken over by machines. <laughs> I wanted to uh, branch off real nihilistic. quickly if we're wrapping up a little bit. Um, and I feel bad that this happened because I know we talked about it for many years with uh, with Augie, who was on the last, uh, probably the last podcast, the Game of Thrones edition. Something we wanted to do. No, I got those eight other podcasts in the, <laughs> in the bank. bank. Um, something we wanted to do for a very long time as a group with a very particular uh, meal attached to it. But a couple weeks ago, Sam and I watched uh, the Disney film Song of the South. Mm. And I just want to mm-hmm. put this on the record here mm-hmm. so everyone knows. Mm-hmm. I would like to apologize for my grandparents being racist. Oh, <laughs> We've been waiting for that. I feel so bad that they love that movie. <laughs> like as a kid, like as a kid, you know, we grew up in the early '90s when VHS was still kind of becoming a new thing. And I specifically remember my grandmother going into oh god, I remember not like Sam Goodies, but like you know other like coconuts, oh, coconuts, yeah, and like. Asking like, oh, can we get like Song of the South on VHS? And they're like, yeah. And like they'd look and like remember like when some VHS would be like a hundred dollars, <laughs> like you like you could get like rare things. I could order them, but they'd be like an exorbitant amount of money. Like you could get a movie like a month early, but it would cost you like sixty nine ninety five for a tape. And she would always ask about it. And of course, Disney's never released it, yeah, because they don't want to admit that it exists. As I'm saying this, my mother is calling me. She knows I'm saying this. <laughs> um, so. When um so after my grandmother passed my I was going through like some of my grandmother's things choosing like what I wanted to keep and stuff and my cousin it turns out had found a copy of it and ripped it onto a DVD so I was like oh, I'm absolutely taking this because I've always wanted to see this movie and then I, I didn't know a lot about the only thing I knew was that that's where Zippity Doodah came from yeah the only thing I knew about. And I knew it was based on, on you know, Br'er Rabbit, Uncle Remus. I was going to say, like, that's probably the only thing anyone knows about. But probably most people just think zippity doo is an independent thing. Right. Well, like, I'm pretty sure if you ask most people, they will know what zippity doo is. God. This and is, if you ask them what it's from, they have no idea. This is embarrassing. If, until my grandmother really started to talk about it and I got older and noticed, you know what I thought it was from? Life with Mikey, the Michael J. Fox movie. <laughs> um, Sun Boy's cookies lighten my day. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, never seen Life with Mikey. No, all right. Uh, not since I was oh, like fuck, six. I Another reference I can't make. Shit. Yeah. Oh man, remind me afterwards. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so I was really in- interested, and then I found out more about it from Splash Mountain. Yeah. Like, oh, those are the characters, and then like I kind of got a rumbling. It's like, hmm, why has this movie never been released? <laughs> Uh, so finally we, and then of course as we're older and we talked about it with Augie and stuff, you know, we found out why. So we finally watched it. Uh, holy shit. Like, is it like Birth of a Nation bad? No, no, nothing's Birth of a Nation <laughs> bad. It's just, first of all, I didn't realize it was made so early. It's like, it was made in like the 40s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it was made like at least like the 60s. No, where, no, 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 I, like, no, 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 no. I think no, in no. retrospect, it might have been it's better that it was made in the 40s. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. <laughs> oh my god, absolutely. If it was made in the 60s, it would have actually it would have been a thing. Yeah. Like every it would have been in like history. It's just yeah. <sighs> There's something about hearing certain phrases in Disney movies. Jeez. Oh, what I'm just saying like I was not prepared to like in the same hour, see like the Disney like castle logo yeah. and hear the phrase Tar Baby said. Oh. Oh, it was a plot point. 
Well, yeah, it's the fucking, it's the basis of one of those stories. It's the basis of, of a Bray Rabbit story. But it's like, let's, let's come up with something else. Okay. <laughs> like, hey, I'm, Disney Brain Trust, let's, let's spitball here. We fixed Mortimer into Mickey. Let's fix that one. So, okay, this might actually be worse Consider, along the lines of like, hmm, why isn't this put out anymore? And it's just dawning on me now mm-hmm. that this was a thing I had. Because I probably haven't heard the phrase Tar Baby uttered out loud. I think that's the first time I've ever said it. But here's the thing. <laughs> I would hope so. Here's the thing. Out loud in a long time. And here's why I say a long time. <laughs> Do you remember... Uh, as a, a growing up, I had a lot of these like sort of like flimsy sort of paperback Disney books. They weren't like the the, the golden what was the golden spine or whatever yeah. books. I know I know the golden. I think they're just called golden books. I know yeah, which, I know books. those ones. Wasn't the, but they were like sort of put out by Disney to sort of compete with those mm-hmm. or whatever. But they also came along with a cassette tape. Oh, absolutely. Read. Yeah, Fuck yeah. That's how I learned how to read. And there was a Briar so, Rabbit. Briar Rabbit. Briar Rabbit. Song Song of the South one. Yes. And it's just dawning on me now. Why? As like an infant, as like a four-year-old child, no, you have like, like headphones. I was like, on? you know, like five or six or something. Well, yeah, but like still, that. you yeah, are yeah. a child. I'm a child, and you're hearing these. And phrases. this was a product put out because it was on a cassette tape. So uh-huh. this is a product put out in yeah. the '90s. I never had that one. Shit, now I'm jealous. And now I'm like, oh, oh, I heard Tar Baby a lot as a child. <laughs> it's just the only ever time I think I I think I found out what it was very late like in high school when I started to like appreciate comedy and I watched the Richard Pryor okay. well wrong the Richard <laughs> Pryor Chevy Chase SNL Word Association sketch yeah. one of my favorite sketches ever um and that's what kind of where I found about all those unfortunate things yeah um it's where you grew up mullet <laughs> into into the strong strong man that I am today uh but no, it, it. I think my biggest gripe is that it just wasn't good. <laughs> With the, that 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 bit. It, well, no, no, no. Just the entire movie just wasn't. It was just not entertaining. Oh. I didn't know there was so much like actual people in it. Like I thought it was just an animated movie, and every now and then you come oh, back. Oh, you're back to Song of the South. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Chevy Chase. And, oh and, no, 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 no. And Richard Pryor. No, I, was, I was just finishing off where you were talking about where you thought you'd heard it from. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, where yeah, I heard yeah. it from. But no, it just. Oh, it also wasn't good. There's only like 15 minutes of animation in it. Like he tells mm-hmm. like three stories, and they're mm-hmm. very to the point. Um, and there's just a lot of like actual acting, like 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 human being acting in it. Mm-hmm. Um, live action. Live yeah, action. Thank is what you. it's called in the biz, in the showbiz. Yeah, uh, I mean Uncle Remus. The actor I actually Uncle had Remus this carries the magazine for you to read. Oh, if you, thank uh, you. Uh, you ain't heard nothing yet. This Al Jolson's got a future. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> it's old timey movie humor and probably a week of the week. So yeah, it just wasn't an entertaining film. And then you had to deal with all the racism that was in it. Um, like they're like you forget that everyone's. A slave? You just think that oh, they want this gig? No, because <laughs> like, again, I got confused as to when the movie was made. And then, like while you're watching it, you think like oh, this is like time period appropriate. No, we're in the 1800s. Fuck me. <laughs> like, 
you know, like, but but they all seem happy to be there. God damn it! Like, because they're singing and dancing. Because it wouldn't be Disney if it wasn't. There's if they didn't. The the white kid's uh, black friend. God damn it! If he doesn't wear a pair of shoes the entire film, it's just it is bad. And it got to, Sam couldn't even finish watching it. Like she just started playing on her iPad. Yeah. And I was like, I have to do this for the legacy of my family. <laughs> I have to watch this and feel horrible about it. So I know that I am the change. Uh, yeah. And I'll never, I'll never ride spa- uh, space, Mountain, Splash Mountain, Splash Mountain again. Cause I've met Sam and I, we've been on that ride. I've made the comment. I would never want to ride this ride with like in close proximity to any African-American whatsoever. Yeah. I think uh, we actually, I, mean, I pitched the idea to Tope once. Can we please, for a generation sketch, just record you on Splash Mountain? I've ridden it with Splash Mountain. And <laughs> Tope? Uh, uh, with Tope. Yeah, yeah, I've ridden it with Tope. He actually, it was one of my favorite ride moments of all time because he was behind me and just as we were going for the No, drop, that was Dudley Do-Right. Was that Dudley yeah, Do-Right? Yeah, it was Dudley Do-Right. Mm. Equally racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Equally racist ride. Uh no, 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 you're thinking of the Dudley Do-Right. He, I Believe in Miracles? Yeah, well, he did something for Splash Mountain, too, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. Was that with us? Because I don't remember. I've never been to Magic Kingdom with you before. So I don't know if you'd gone. Have you been to the park with Tope uh, otherwise? Because uh, we only ever went to Universal. We went to Hollywood Studios. I don't know what, oh, when I went to Magic Kingdom, I did that to someone else. Oh, oh okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, but, you know, because I pitched the idea. I'm like, let's just record you and like, you're all happy. You're at Disney. And then like you start to understand what's going on. <laughs> Maybe that's what that Escape from Tomorrow film's about. Um, now Augie's calling me. Wonderful. Uh, where are you guys at? Fuck you. Uh, so yeah, so I just want to put that out there and also talk about it because, uh, it's, well, uh, save everyone else the time. Real quick. Mm -hmm. Are you more, more disappointed in your grandparents' racism or lack of taste in film? Uh, (laughs) Here's the thing. Well, neither are surprising. Because I knew I knew about my grandparents' racism because they were raised in the South in their time period, uh, and I knew about my grandmother's lack of film quality because I mean, not that John Wayne was a horrible actor. She loved John Wayne films, but she also, I mean, sh- she did really like the Canine film series with Jim Belushi. Uh, I've only ever seen the first, and I'm a fan. <laughs> So she liked that, and she liked like Chuck Norris movies. I mean, she watched Walker, Texas Ranger every week, so take that for whatever you want it to, to, to take. Um, so both. I'm disappointed in both, but I'm not surprised with both. Uh, if you were going to watch Song of the South, put on any of the picks. Put on any other Disney film except, like, what's your least favorite Disney animated movie? Well, real quick before we wrap up. Uh, you can actually. That, that's not Fantasia favorite. because Fantasia doesn't count. That it would probably yeah, would have been uh, like uh, an actual coherent story. Probably from when I watched it as a kid, and it was probably the one that I enjoyed the least. Dumbo. I would agree with that. I did not enjoy Dumbo. Dumb, that's the thing. Is like all the movies are like like they don't like Dumbo doesn't talk. So yeah. like, fuck him. Well, also like <laughs> I I realized very early on why my mom was making me watch. Dumbo when, like, why she liked Dumbo when Dumbo got drunk and started seeing pink elephants and shit. I'm like, because very early on I sort of realized, oh, my, mom, my mom's probably done a lot of drugs. And, yeah, so I would definitely, like, maybe watch Dumbo again after taking Molly or something. Is it Dumbo? I think Dumbo's like an hour and five minutes. It's I have like, no idea. It's so short. I remember seeing uh, that somewhere. Real quick. 
a few things about Song of the South. Uh-huh. Uh, one it was a financial success. <laughs> uh, That's all that matters. Netted uh, Disney a, a slim profit of uh, $226,000. Back then, that's huge. Exactly. Uh, the New York Times uh, <laughs> described uh, the ratio uh, of live action to animation in this movie as a two to one, concluding that it is, quote unquote, approximately the ratio of its mediocrity to its charm. Yeah. Uh, that said, Time Magazine has called this film top notch Disney. <laughs> Time Magazine, racist sons of bitches. Uh, I think mine would probably be, again, I said Fantasia doesn't count, but one of the early ones, I didn't like Lady and the Tramp. I only ever watched Lady and the Tramp. Lady like, Tramp all the way and through. Fox and the Hound. They both are just like, I liked Fox and the Hound. I'm like, ah, you know what? Whatever. It wasn't the best. Yeah, I just could never. And the Aristocats. I just. That's another one that I would read all the time on the book oh, tape. Yeah, yeah. The Aristocats. Uh, for the whole, um, or no, was that, where's We Are Siamese, also super racist, We Are Siamese, if you please, is that Lady and the Tramp or is that the Aristocats? I think it's Lady and the Tramp. I thought it was Cinderella. No, 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 no. The cats? Siamese cats. I think it is Aristocats. There were no Siamese cats in Cinderella. What am I thinking of? Tweet us at Blank Slate Pod <laughs> if you know wh- uh, which Disney movie We Are Siamese, if you please, uh, is from. It probably is Aristocats. I don't know. My wife's going to be pissed if she hears this. If I don't uh, know. She doesn't listen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she listens to us enough. Yeah. Um, uh, favorite all times, Peter Pan. I know yours is. I yeah. mean, mine, like classic Disney movies. Um, I'm a weirdo, man. I probably have to go with Robin Hood. I Robin's great. Robin Hood is super rewatchable. Not a lot of people like Robin Hood. No, I know it's it's got like fifty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I remember uh, the first the first person I ever heard that like liked Robin Hood that like was like notable is I remember Matt uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker and yeah. like some interview were like yeah. talking about how much they fucking love that movie. Well, that was also that really weird era where they were like reusing character yeah. animations and stuff like that. It's essentially you could put cell by cell with that over Jungle Book and mm-hmm. it's the same movie. Yeah, it's 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 the dark ages of Disney. It's like yeah. I love that. I love Oliver and Company. I love Great Mouse Detective. Well, that's a that's like the second dark ages. Well, of yeah, them. the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the that's, late eighties. Yeah, but the, the ones late eighties favorite. My favorite probably Robin Hood, but of any of the other ones, I mean, yeah, Peter Pan's great. Fucking 101 Dalmatians, you know, all that stuff. Uh, Yeah. Well, see, we ended Have up. you heard about that show that Disney's going to put out with the kids of villains? Yes. What's the deal with that? Kristen Chenoweth's on it, that's all I know. Oh, really? She's going to be Maleficent. Okay. Yeah. Wait, Kristen Chenoweth? Mm-hmm. Maleficent? Well, she's younger, I think. <laughs> she's like... He, this tall. Oh, I have it in my pocket. Let's ask. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, I saw it. I saw it because Sam asked me about it. She's like, "What's it? You didn't tell me about this." I'm like, "Sorry." <laughs> but yeah, it's like the kids of like Jafar and Maleficent and Cruella Deville. Cruella Deville's like sons. Like, that's what we want to see. Who the fuck? <laughs> who the who had sex with Cruella Deville? That one of her goons, probably. She probably like forced herself on one of her goons. Would you rather have sex with Cruella Deville, the animated character, or Glenn Close as Cruella Deville? The character agreed very bony yeah but not but i can't see myself wanting to have sex with glenn, glenn close is glenn close well because for two reasons one i'm either going to think of albert knobs or two i'm going to think that something's going to be like boiling in on a stove yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she won't be ignored rich <laughs> 
And that was my Glenn Close impression of the week. <laughs> you want to wrap this up now? Yeah, absolutely. After that one? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Before this gets any worse. <laughs> Thank uh, you for listening to the Blank Slate Podcast this episode. We encourage you, as always, you're going to have to help me with the plugs, to check out this podcast. Uh, we're available on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, you can get our feed from our sister podcast website, podswoggle.com. Uh, the Blank Slate uh, is on there for just the feed, but you can subscribe to us as well. Leave us a review in five stars. Rich will read it on the show. Send us an email at theblankslatepodcast at gmail.com. Blankslatepodcast. Blankslatepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any ideas or just comments you want to shout out there. And then on Twitter, it is... Blankslatepod. Yep. And we will uh, respond to you. How many, Holler at us. How many follows we have on that thing? Not a lot. <laughs> So tell your friends, if you're listening to this, tell yeah. them to uh, give us a shout out on Twitter. Um, you know, if, and uh, of course, as always, we'll plug our sister show. If you like us talking about a very specific topic, Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast on entertainment is available at podswoggle.com. And you can find all of our plugs and stuff over there as well. Anything else, Rich, before we record one of those shows? No, Two of those I, I got to take a shit before the other one. All right. Well, uh, well, then for Rich and his poop, this is Mullet signing out for the podcast of the Blink Slate. You can delete this now. Catch us later. <laughs> Glad you <laughs> did that. Oh, it burns. <laughs>